For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello and welcome into another edition of Believe in Titans on the Believe Podcast Network. I'm your host, Davey Hudson. I'd like to thank you for joining me today. It's that time of the week where I ask, do you believe in our Titans? Because I know I do. On this week's episode, we are going to dive into the NFL Draft and how the Titans are looking to handle things in a world where Sports have pretty much disappeared. I know I cannot wait for the draft to get here. Just some form of NFL entertainment, sports entertainment in general. I am just craving it so bad, and I am so happy that in two weeks' time, two weeks and one day, we will finally get coverage. And the Titans coming off of such a great run, we're in a little bit of a different position than you've seen in the past where we are picking at the end of the first round. And with the current roster set up for the Titans, there's a lot, a lot of different avenues that the Titans can take when it comes to the 29th pick. So we'll dive into that today. We'll also get into the three things you need to know about the Titans that have happened over the last week. And we will conclude the show, as always, with the Titan Up mailbag. The number three thing that you need to know that have happened for the Titans this week, and again, I'll be honest, we... We haven't had a lot take place uh, since the last time I spoke with you all, but no Titans from last year's roster have made a move elsewhere and signed with another team, and that includes players like Logan Ryan, who, you know me, I'm still hopeful the Titans go out and sign. I would also like to see them bring back Wesley Woodyard, but players we know that the Titans release, such as Delaney Walker, Cameron Wake, and Ryan Suckup. So there's not been a lot happen for free agency as of late for the NFL in general, and the Titans also fall into that category. And with the draft right around the corner, you're not going to see that happen, really, when you're looking at teams and current free agents coming to an agreement. You're kind of at that point to where, one, if you're a player that's looking for a place to call home, you're kind of wanting to see what these teams do in the draft. Because if they go and address the issue of the position you play very early on, that might make you a little bit more reserved about joining that team. And so now, granted there are a few exceptions to that rule for the current players, but as we have mentioned before, I mean the coronavirus has really limited how teams have been able to give players physicals. So just a lot of uncertainty as it relates to the players kind of left on the free agent market. Next on the list at number two, I know current draft prospects have not been able to come into visits, but there has been some information been put out about the virtual meetings that NFL GMs have been having with current prospects. And from what I've been seeing, it looks as though the Titans have had more visits with cornerback than any other position, followed by offensive line and wide receivers. And you know me, Whenever it comes to what the Titans need to do with the 29th pick, like I've said, like, hey, if we don't get Logan Ryan, we probably need to address the cornerback position. I mean, it's just normal now for NFL teams to 
have three receivers out there majority of the time. Therefore, it kind of makes sense to have three defensive or three cornerbacks out there at the same time as well. And we'll break down a little bit more about the Titans' needs, but I did think that was interesting to kind of see the volume of players at each position that general manager John Robinson has been meeting with. And number one on the list for this week and things you need to know, I mean, we're still here. We're probably going to be here for a while, but Jadavion Clowney, still no word, still is not signed. We do not know any more information as it relates to what the former Texan and Seahawk is looking to do when it comes to his playing future and which team he plans on signing with. But that is the three things that, and that is the most recent update for the three things you needed to know that has happened over the last week for the Tennessee Titans. At this time, we'll go ahead and transition into our main story, which will be a draft preview. And just because it's it's been unclear kind of what's going to happen with the draft over this pandemic, everything is still set to take place, but the logistics have changed for how the NFL is planning to operate uh, the 2020 NFL draft. They've talked about how it is going virtual. Kevin Seifert of ESPN put out a really good article kind of just describing where things are at. But the NFL has stated the draft is still taking place on Thursday, April 23rd, starting at 8 o'clock. And you will be able to watch that on ABC, ESPN, the NFL Network, and ESPN Deportes. So you're having plenty of options when it comes to being able to soak in all the information that is coming out and how the NFL will be combining their broadcast when you're looking at it. Trey Wingo will be in Bristol, Connecticut at ESPN Studios for all three nights, and they will have certain analysts from both ESPN and the NFL Network working from home, and they're going to be contributing and, I guess, going live here and there. So, obviously, there will not be anything taking place in Las Vegas, but on the first two nights, because on Thursday you'll have round one, Friday you'll have rounds two and three, but on those nights, ABC will have a panel of Reese Davis, Jesse Palmer, and Maria Taylor breaking down more of the draft picks and their path to getting selected and just give you more of a storytelling element to the coverage. And the NFL has sent out, I believe it's 58 pieces of equipment for prospects to have in their home to where they are able to be interviewed and the cameras will be able to go in live to their house to see how they are reacting after being selected. Another question a lot of people were asking was, So will the draft be pushed back to Las Vegas for next year? That's not actually the case. Uh, Cleveland has already been awarded the 2021 draft, but it still remains a possibility that the draft will be back in Las Vegas for the year 2022. But that's just a little bit of the overview for how the draft will be taking place. I did think it was interesting. I was just kind of like breaking down John Robinson's time as the general manager in Tennessee. He has had four drafts while he's been here. And if you remember, the, the first bigger or big draft move he made in the year 2016 was trading the number one overall pick to the Los Angeles Rams, who then selected Jared Goff, and he turned that first-round pick into a very good amount of picks for the Titans. But when you're breaking it down, well, first off, uh, you had every year under John Robinson, the team has gone 9-7, and seven, obviously two postseasons in that span, at least one win each time the team has made the postseason. But in the year 2016, John Robinson had 10 draft picks, 2017, he had nine draft picks, 18, four draft picks, and last year in 2019, he had six draft picks. Uh, People 
I mean, you could talk about who his best selection has been to date. And if you're talking about from a workload standpoint, I think most people would obviously say that the answer is Derrick Henry, who Robinson drafted in 2016 in the second round with the 45th overall pick. I honestly, I would kind of lean more towards the pick right after Derrick Henry when John Robinson went and got Kevin Byard. Derrick Henry, a lot of people I know were a little hesitant, even though the guy had won a, a Heisman. But Kevin Byard was a player that came from down the road at MTSU and by no means was a household name and has turned into one of the best safeties in the NFL. But it's really good whenever you have those two guys coming out of the same draft, which if we're talking about the biggest bust, too, in John Robinson's time, I think you would look to the 2016 draft as well. And a couple of picks before Derrick Henry, you drafted Kevin Dodd with the 33rd overall pick, and that was a bust. Dodd no longer in the league, never really even made much of an impact for any team. But if you could take that one away, pretty stout work by John Robinson so far. And as we know, he's willing to trade. He's willing to make some moves to try and find things for this team that we haven't seen with general managers of the past. Like in 2018, we only had four picks, but I mean, I feel like those first two picks, you traded, you you took Rashawn Evans at 22, and then you traded up to get Harold Landry at 41. I was super high on Harold Landry, so I loved the move. I know it didn't work out when you had Luke Falk, the quarterback position, to come in as a backup, but Dane Crookshanks played valuable snaps, especially for special teams. And we're still waiting to see what happens with, with some of the players from last year's class and how well they turn out. But, I mean, it's looking pretty good. You you had Jeffrey Simmons, A.J. Brown, Nate Davis, your first three picks, and all of those guys are starters. But for this coming draft, which is what everyone's kind of looking at, the Titans currently have seven picks. And I'll read those off for you now. The Titans' first-round pick, the 29th overall pick in round two. They have the 61st overall pick, round three, the 93rd overall pick. Then it skips to round five with the 174th overall pick. And then the Titans have three picks in round seven with the 224th, 237th, and the 243rd pick. I definitely expect John Robinson to trade some of that capital around, make some moves. But as we look at the Titans' first-round pick for the 2020 draft, a lot of different ways in which John Robinson can take it. I know I've been high on the cornerback position. Also a lot of speculation that the Titans go with an edge rusher or the Titans go ahead, and even though they re-signed Dennis Kelly to a contract extension for the tackle spot, the Titans could look to try to find his replacement. And ultimately, just knowing John Robinson, I don't think he's just going to center on, all right, this is the position we're definitely taking with this pick. And even, I, it's possible, I've seen some people speculate that this could happen. I don't personally see it being the case, but when you look at the wide receiver position, Some people are saying if there's a standout that he just absolutely loves still on the board whenever it gets to the 29th pick, he takes a wide receiver. Now, again, I do think this this wide receiver class is incredible. It's going to be one of the best ones we've had in a long time. And so you'll be able to get a quality player at that position all the way into rounds four, maybe even five. But I don't expect Robinson to bite in the first round for a receiver. But some of the names that have popped up, Yeeter, Gross Matos, defensive end out of Penn State. If he, I don't expect him to fall all the way to 29, but if he does and he is still on the board, I don't see a situation in which John Robinson passes up drafting him. Some of the other names um, at tackle, you got Josh Jones, 
out of Houston, and you got Austin Jackson out of USC. When you're looking at the cornerback position, uh, several people have said Trayvon Diggs, who's a cornerback out of Alabama. His brother is wide receiver Stephon Diggs, who now plays for the Buffalo Bills, formerly of the Minnesota Vikings. He's expected to go in the first two rounds. And some people are expecting that Jeff Gladney, who plays for TCU, is another possibility at the corner position for the Titans' first-round pick. But again, we are two weeks away. And if I just had to speculate, just throw out who I think is likely to be there or who the Titans would likely take with that first pick, I'm going to be honest. I think it's going to be a trade. When you look at today's NFL, with the way the contracts are set up for rookie deals, if you get a first-round pick, you're guaranteed a fifth-year option. So what you have seen happen in the past is that players, or sorry, teams that are looking for a quarterback are trying to find teams late in the first round that are willing to trade out to where they then trade up, draft a quarterback, and if that quarterback turns out to be good, then that team is able to use a fifth-year option on them. Now, granted, that fifth-year option is for any player selected in the first round, but you have seen teams be really willing to do that whenever they see a quarterback on the board that they like and they want to go up and get. When it comes to the quarterback spot for this year's draft, you have Joe Burrow, who is expected to be the number one overall pick. There's not much argument about that. You then have some disagreement about who's going to be taken next. Will it possibly be Justin Herbert out of Oregon? Are teams going to draft Tua Tangaviola out of Alabama up there? He does have the injury concerns. That could scare teams away, even though when you look at his time over college up until this past year when Joe Burrow went off, everyone thought Tua is the first overall pick in whichever draft he decides to go play or he decides to go in. And there has been some love for Jordan Love come up lately. Uh, is he a guy that teams kind of wait and does he slide to the end of the first round? I mean, most prop bets that I have seen so far when it comes to quarterbacks taken in the first round, the line is set at three and a half. So Love would be my my first guy that I would be like a little hesitant on of whether or not he gets into the first round or not. But 29 is prime position for a team to want to trade up and, and the Titans trade back because some of these guys that they're definitely looking at could still be there. That's likely what I think will happen. There are just endless possibilities for what can happen. There's always something that changes the outcome for the draft whenever one team maybe makes a selection for a player early on that just completely reshuffles other teams' boards. But all the excitement will get here really pretty soon. And that will wrap up our draft coverage talk for today. Next week, we'll definitely get more into some of the later rounds and some of the players that I think would be a good fit for the Titans. And if if things change as far as knowing some prospects they might be going after uh, in the first round, we'll definitely hit on that. Uh, one little tidbit I did want to make. As of right now, according to OverTheCap.com, this is more of a free agency note, but the Titans are eighth in the league with cap space available, and they have slightly under $22 million available when looking at the salary cap. So again, they still will have an opportunity, even after this draft class, to go out and get at least one big name. Hopefully it's, as I want to believe, it's either Jadavion Clowney or Logan Ryan, but we will see. And with that being said, I'm going to transition. we got time for one question on this week's Tighten Up Mailbag. Feel free to email me if you'd like to be featured in the mailbag. You can send me an email at dehudson11 at gmail.com or you can message me on Twitter or Instagram at Davey underscore Hudson. But our question this week comes from Caleb. And Caleb writes, Davey, how do you think Derrick Henry's third down role will change after cutting Deion Lewis? Do you expect Henry to pick up more of a load? I, 
I expect it to be the same right now. Like I, I'm hopeful that they make the move to draft a running back who's able to come in and provide valuable snaps. I don't even necessarily think they need to go out and get a change of pace guy. You might see that when it comes to the running back that they look to bring in, but with their style of play, you really don't even need that style of running back that you saw with Deion Lewis. I would absolutely love to see them go out and get Clyde Edwards-Alaire out of LSU. I think he's going to be great at the next level and would love to see the Titans make that move. That's pretty much all you need at the backup running back position for this team. Because when I look at the free agent market at the running back position, there's just not much there. Devontae Freeman, he's available, but he's got injury concerns. Lamar Miller's out there. He's older. Chris Thompson out of Washington. I just, when I'm looking at these guys, I just don't see a whole lot that makes me think that they would be able to come in and and give you much. So I definitely, that's why I'm very high on them taking a running back in the draft. But I appreciate the question, Caleb. And that will do it for us today, as always. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate us. We're available on all your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. And you can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcast. That's B-L-E-A-V. And as I mentioned earlier, you can find me, Davey Hudson, on Twitter and Instagram at Davey underscore Hudson. That's D-A-V-E-Y. And if you're interested in advertising on this show, please contact Believe at Believe.com. But that is going to do it for us for today. I hope each and every one of you stay healthy. You've been listening to Believe in Titans on the Believe Podcast Network. I appreciate you tuning in, and I look forward to speaking with you next week. And as always, tighten up. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.